Oh. Not a morning person. Catch the Annie and Ando podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And our next guest loves to tell stories. She spent over 10 years being a public speaker, mainly working with schools and youth organisations like the Australia Day Council and the Youth Affairs Council of Western Australia. And at the moment, she's developing her first kids TV show and has a podcast called Two Words with Taku. Here to answer all your questions about speaking in public, it's Taku Mabudzi. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Very well. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us this morning. We've been talking about public speaking. And Mm -hmm. with an introduction like that that Annie just gave you, um, you're a seasoned pro at this stuff. Oh, gosh. Seasoned pro. Okay, yes, I'll take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yes. So... We've talked about the, you know, for some people, there's a quite dichot- there's a dichotomy about loving and hating, and so- and we're all somewhere on that scale and somewhere in between. Um, do you actually like getting up on stage talking to the public? I do. I, I can't even <laughs> hate it. <laughs> and um, I think, yeah, I just always loved speaking and yes I enjoy it and not because it's like oh you know I want I want to speak and I want people to hear my voice no because of how it can impact people when you tell a story and then the response that people give you after you speak and yeah I mean think about the people that have inspired some of us like we've seen them speaking publicly whether it's TV or on stage so yeah that's that's why I enjoy it do you remember your first experience with public speaking how young were you that's so funny I I actually was thinking about it and I thought oh should I say it but yeah I remember being maybe five years old in Africa in the village in church and we're, (laughs) we're singing and dancing and my grandma kept trying to force me to stand up in front of like hundreds of people to tell my story that something wonderful had happened at school or something and I was refusing to do it and I remember her yanking me out of the the group of dancing girls and saying stand here talk and that was it I just kind of made something up and then I guess I never stopped talking since. Wow I mean that sounds pretty scary it would have turned a lot of people off it might have been one of their worst (laughs) memories but you've turned it into a positive. uh, The only way is up I think. Yeah exactly. Hey we asked our listeners this morning about what what they'd like to know or advice or tips from you and we got a message in from a guy called Jono who says how do you remember what you have to say? Uh, I think preparation before you get on stage or before you're about to speak is really important. So I think one thing people never talk about with public speaking is the writing side of it. You have to know what you're going to talk about and you also have to care about what you want to talk about. So I always say just write down even a couple of bullet points or words that would trigger whatever that sentence is or whatever that thought pattern is and if you need to just memorize those then do that and then when you get on stage um take your time don't just start straight away i think that's the other thing that happens people walk out there's the announcement the lights the cheers and then you go to the stage <laughs> and just start talking instead of just like you have you almost have to like seduce your audience you walk out you slow you take your time yes. look around you oh. breathe and then you start and that helps you kind of gather yourself i really like that analogy because i've heard your audience yeah another useful mm. one is that the person is a magician and they're under your spell so the longer you can keep them under your spell the more successful the gig will be and often it's an MC's job to cast that spell so if a night doesn't go well you can kind of Blame attribute it MC. back to the MC <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I yeah. Love, yeah that analogy is like 
have them eating out of the palm of your hand. Yeah, and that you can... Well, they say if you're really good, like a very established comedian, uh, Judith Lucy once had a review saying that she could have... You know, people will take a sip of water when they're waiting for the laughs to die down, but she could have gone to the bar, gotten a drink, come back, <laughs> and they'd still be laughing. Wow. Oh, she... But she's amazing, though. Like, seriously. <laughs> and, okay, that that is, like, goals. That is public speaking goals. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest or most important gig that you've ever done? Oh, wow. Um... Wow, that's actually... You know what? I'll probably pick one that's actually pretty common. Um, So when my father passed away, we actually got a few people together and I had to get up and say a few words about my father. And so eulogies are something that a lot of people have to give. um, And that's probably the one time where people do feel compelled to stand up and say something Mm, in front of some, you know, lots of people. So I think that's probably the most memorable because... Um, I was lost for words, but then I had stuff to say, um, and then I was very emotional, but I still I still spoke, and people gave me the space and the time to speak. So yeah. I think when you think about that, that's probably something that everyone at some point will probably have to have say to something about someone they care about. And so, again, it comes back to caring about your topic or your person mm-hmm. and and just speaking from that place and then often people surprise themselves you don't have to prepare sometimes when you're speaking from the heart the yeah. inside and all the woman fuzzy stuff that's true so, there's yeah. no class out there eulogy writing 101 and you don't tend to get a, a bit of practice Sometimes you might, but it's not like you stand in your bedroom mirror no, with, a, no. with a hairbrush going, <laughs> well, when so-and-so might pass, let me just get that nice and... True, yes. I hope not anyway. That's true. Well, no. <laughs> but you, you are very good at switching gears as well because you can do that serious stuff, but you've also dabbled in comedy. And you have three brothers who are comedians as well. Yes, yes. Uh, so I think, I think. look, our family grew up loving speaking and performing anyway, so that probably has helped. But I must say, I spent so many years doing, you know, official public speaking, so more the inspirational speaking, blah, 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 but I'd never done stand-up, and stand-up was the thing that terrified me because that's like the extra notch of um, having to make people laugh. So when you're public speaking, you know, people already have pre-prepared judgment for you whereas now when you're doing mm. stand-up they're expecting a laugh and so i really found that quite hard and so um yeah it still scares me but i love it <laughs> somebody once told me that a perfectly polished presentation can agitate or annoy an audience where a little bit of vulnerability and realness is really endearing and connects them what, what's your view on that yep i totally agree you can tell when somebody's um, memorized a speech or presentation so much that they're just going through yeah. the motions of saying it. Mm. And um, I've done this so long now, so sometimes I can watch other public speakers and I can hear it. I can hear the memorized bits. Yeah, There's you can always like say a, a rhythm or Even with stand-up, sometimes if you've watched a comedian do the same jokes, after a while, it's almost like there's a musicality to it, how they, put, they yes. perform it. Yep. It's a danger. So, so you, can, you can hear that. And so I think you always, always have to remember who your audience is and where you are. So the same speech in a school won't always work at a leadership conference, won't always work in a room full of grannies. Um, so you always have to kind of, that's where you, you tweak it. And, and that's the fun part. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Beautiful. Yeah, knowing your audience, being authentic. I was going to ask you for your top tip, but there's already been so many. Was so there much. anything that comes to mind that advice that you give people that we haven't spoke about yet? I think I always say surprise them at the beginning. Because when you start really well, that's people won't expect that. Um, so one thing I always do is I'll walk out and they'll do the intro and I'll be quiet and then I'll just start singing. Wow. So they've oh. come to see me speak, but then wait, why is this chick singing and dancing <laughs> in another language we don't understand? What the hell? Yeah. And so that kind of breaks it. And then I've seen other people who perhaps aren't as, you know, performative and and um, extra like I am, but um, maybe somebody who's a bit more quietly spoken. I've seen speeches where they come out and they look like they're about to die from the nerves, but then what they're delivering, they might say a line like, oh, I know you can see that I'm terrified right now. I am. I'm absolutely crapping my pants, but I really care about this thing. And so, so the audience is kind of like, oh, okay, well, oh, they're funny. Okay, so yeah. whatever you do i always say try and surprise people and then even surprise yourself because out of that you you kind of um yeah you find new ways of presenting what you want to talk about oh that's something new i haven't heard before thank you so much i learned something from that uh, that oh, was thanks. yeah Taku Mabudzi you can check her out at Taku Mabudzi uh, on Instagram or tune into Two Words with Taku and we'll be giving you a plug as well on our Instagram so if anyone hasn't got down the name we'll put it up tonight thanks so much for talking uh, to us this morning no worries thanks for the love Cheers. guys thanks. Have a good day. you too bye miss the show don't worry you can get the best bits of Addie and Ando on the podcast wherever you get your podcasts